There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Rose. I am Kern. And I'm Jesse. Woo! We did it. And today, for the first time, we're recording on, uh, not on Skype, we're recording our own audio and talking to each other on TeamSpeak yeah. because we're no longer all in the same city. Aww. Nope. Kern has left the country and moved to California. Indeed. <laughs> That's correct. I'm in a whole the different world. Socialist Republic of California. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, with with uh, that out of the way, we are going to go right into some current event type topics. Current so, who events. wants to go first? Hey, hey, I'll I'll kick it off with what I was reading while ago with um. Oh, what's her name talking about the, uh, uh, the stuff? Yeah, the stuff. Yeah, wow. You know, the social <laughs> media great. actors that she thinks are garbage, basically. Um, who Emma is it that? Yeah, Emma Stone. That's right. Is it National Treasure? Yeah, no. Um, Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma Thompson. You know, have y'all seen that where she's talking garbage, basically, on these uh, social media? Actors that are like Vine actors and stuff like that that are getting cast for roles, and oh, she yeah. thinks, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with her. I mean, because there might be good actors and actresses out there that are on social media and are using that to get connections and things like that, right? But the fact that there's act there, there's people that are on Vine who can maybe be funny for six seconds at a time. That's not, that doesn't mean that they're a good actor. Yeah. So, like, just going, hey, you're a recognizable name. We would like to put you in a movie. Like, that, uh, yeah. And I think, I think where some of that's coming from is because some of those guys have actually been cast in some commercials. You know, is like, that what I think, it is? yeah, there was like a Skittles commercial where Logan Paul, I think, was in a Skittles commercial. Logan Paul's one of the guys that's a Vine actor. And, yeah, um, yeah. and so I think some of that's kind of like now, uh, Going into now, you know, movies. I don't know how, you know, if they're Hollywood productions or if they're independent yeah. films or whatever, but, but, right. so I think that's where some of that's coming from. It's weird. I just, I haven't heard of any of these people because I'm not like, I don't know any Vine people. So I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? What? <laughs> well, I'm sitting here like, maybe I should get a Vine. <laughs> right. I have a Vine. What, what's, yeah, Kern's Vine's pretty funny. And yeah, yeah freaking put me in a Skittles commercial. <laughs> What's Taste funny to rainbow, me is bitches. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a Kit Kat commercial. <laughs> maybe a Kit Kat commercial. Yeah, you have the sound effects, right? <laughs> yeah. What gets me though is like I'm I'm guessing their logic is something like if they have a big following, then a lot of those followers will want to go see a movie that they were in. But the problem with that logic is like with uh, Ashton Kutcher. I don't know if he still has the most, but I remember. That they used to, he used to brag about how he had like the most Twitter followers out of anybody on Twitter. Right. And then he released that movie with Mila Kunis called like Just Friends or No Strings Attached or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
and it tanked and nobody went and saw it. Yeah. And that's whenever that's when people sort of realized, oh, having a big social media following doesn't, doesn't translate yeah. to sales or viewings or anything. So well, it's like, maybe not in movies. I could see it for commercials, though. Well, yeah, commercials make sense because they aren't making money from, like, selling the commercial. They're making money by people recognizing yeah, the commercial. the product or whatever. Buying the product. So right, that I I'm do get, but, like, Vine people are bidding, getting put in TV shows and movies. And, like, Twitter people and, like, Facebook personalities are getting these deals. And it's like, that doesn't translate to anything. Yeah. Especially oh, so because mean, like, people see role. TV... People see TV especially as like old media, like people transition to just watching stuff on the internet. They don't watch actual TV. Oh my god! Music what the hell? happening, man? I got something going on here. Hang on a second. I was trying to. <laughs> that was my fault. I was trying to <laughs> Google search something, and that's uh, uh-huh. uh, some kind of anyway. Sorry. Well, I could see anyway. them doing like a web series something or other with them, but I don't know why they would want to do yeah. a movie. Yeah, like Vine people being in a movie that's like a like maybe a Netflix movie would make sense or even like a YouTube Red movie. Yeah. Like that kind of thing would make sense, but like making a movie that's going to be in theaters or a TV well, show I, even. Well, I agree that almost anybody can be funny or whatever for 6 seconds. I mean, that doesn't yeah. make you an actor. You know, just because you can, you know, and, yeah. and how many tries did they get to do that? I mean, who knows? Did they get it the first try or did they try a hundred times? I have no idea. But that doesn't mean that they can sustain that entertainment level for an hour and a half inside of a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know, but Hollywood lives and dies on this whole thing of name sell. Yeah. And that's why Tom Cruise keeps working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's also good at what he does, at running away from explosions, but... <laughs> right, like holding true. on to, to uh, airplanes as they take off. Yeah. yeah, he is actually pretty good at that. I don't know how many other people attempt it, but right. <laughs> um, what else? Another news. Uh, another news item. I would like to introduce a new segment called "We All Just Laugh," where I tell you a news. <laughs> I tell you a, I, yeah. no, 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 no. Wait. Oh. Where I tell you a news item, <laughs> and instead of actually reacting or saying anything about it, we all just laugh and then move on. Okay, okay, I'm ready. So is everybody ready for the news item? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have any bottled water, but I think I can get a good laugh out. <laughs> uh, Megan Fox wants to play Indiana Jones. That's... <laughs> 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 I've watched oh, that. no. <laughs> oh, gosh, oh, why? Wow. Okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> you, you would really watch that, Desmond? Oh my gosh! Because he would go see Ghostbusters. They're making a Tomb Raider movie already. They're already making a Tomb Raider movie. Why would you? Why do we need that? Okay, A. I love Indiana Jones. B. Megan Fox is not a good actress at all. (laughs) She's she's a fine actress. She is only there for eye candy. She got huge tracts of land. (laughs) She has no acting ability. She does a good job. Her, she also she, doesn't her, have huge tracks she of can act. Her 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 uh, boobs do a good job on screen, but that's about it. She, they're not that great. Her they're not. Is that it's great. more of her like, entire she's body. She's not that hot. <laughs> no. That's the thing, though. In in the Transformers movies, it always looked like she needed a bath. Like she looks so yeah. Yeah. Like the whole Transformers movie looked like they needed a bath. <laughs> but I think that was I think that was the logic behind it because like. 
Everything was dirty in that universe. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf looked like he needed a shower. He still needs a shower. Like all the Transformers were like covered in dirt. Yeah, he does. He he needs constant baths. Yeah. That poor that poor kid. He got molested right at that uh, yeah. live what? whatever show. At he that was thing doing. where he invited people to come and molest him. Yeah, he did get molested. Oh jeez. Hey, no means no, Chris. Even if you're silent and not saying no. Oh God. Yeah. He was well, in no, that. He, he was uh, in that uh, that sea of music video. Yeah, and I heard there that? was some some hygiene complaints about that too. Oh, I didn't see that actually. But it's actually see, really I just look good. At his photo on he actually YouTube. does a really good job in it. Like he's just there, I just he's look just at dancing. his photo on Google, and I have hygiene complaints. So. <laughs> oh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> anyway, uh, next he's not going to be Indiana Jones. I know that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I would he I would tried. choose Megan Fox over freaking Shia Booth. Yeah. And yet they tried that. And and yeah, that was that was a bad call. And Megan Fox will blow ass chunks. Well <laughs> <laughs> that opinion that's, uh, is an opinion. <laughs> that went graphic and bad real quick. <laughs> that's definitely um, a hygiene problem, but who's eating candy? Oh, the Twix have appeared. <laughs> Yep. Where's candy coming from? Eating any candy. Just because we can't see you doesn't mean I'm just going to stuff candy in my face while we record a podcast. You know what I have in front of me? I have a cup of water. That's all I have. I don't have a bundle well, of Kit Well, Kats. I no longer have Kit Kats or Milk Duds, but I do have a Not Your Father's Root Beer in front of me. So you may hear me slurp on that every once in a while. Okay, wonderful. Don't, just don't slurp. You can drink all the not your father's root beer you want. Don't slurp it. Oh, that's um speaking of not your father's root beer. Yeah. Uh, oh, is this they, a laughable thing? No, this is no, this is a great uh, oh, we moved this is a great transition. That. Okay. Speaking of not your father's root beer, uh they cast the new Han Solo. Oh for yeah. For the spinoff. Uh his name is Alden Hitler. What? Was that right? No, it's like Alden Third Reich. Third, yeah, it's like Third Reich or Aaron, something like that. Yeah, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, Ehrenreich. Yeah, we were Who's close. Who's been in such classics as Tetro, Blue Jasmine, and The Yellow Bird. Yeah, I've seen all of none of those. <laughs> but, you know, that's <laughs> kind also of a good thing, Caesar, I think. I think apparently. it's a good thing that he, no, it's somebody who we haven't really heard of. Yeah, if they're going to force this movie on us, it needs to be an unknown person to play him. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm more upset about this whole idea of we need to have young Han Solo than I'm about Indiana Jones being anyone but Harrison Ford. So I have a friend who has only seen the new Star Wars movie, right? Number seven. It's a travesty. But um, she, so I told her that, oh, they cast young Han Solo. And she's like, what? Didn't they already have a movie with young Han Solo in it? Who, who's playing the didgeridoo? <laughs> Yeah, who's playing the digital? Yeah, because in so, my in my head, young Han Solo was who was in the original yeah. trilogy. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so unless like we're gonna see like 10-year-old Han Solo, I don't right. see the point. You better pick your room up if you're gonna get to go fly around the parsecs. <laughs> I'm gonna steal a ship and find a dog to go with me on adventures, mom. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like Calvin and Hobbes, except it's right. Han Solo and Chewie. He's a Wookiee. <laughs> I, I would read that comic if they made a 
Han and Chewie style comic. All I gotta say, you if know they're doing a young Han, Han Solo, Solo, they better give us freaking Darth Vader. Is all I gotta say. The, you know, there's a young Han Solo trilogy, right? Like there, there were books. Oh yeah, Legends now. Yeah, but right. Disney okay. was like those books don't matter. I know, but I'm pretty <laughs> they're sure they're gonna cover the same story. They, they want see, but that's the problem too. The big problem with stuff that's that was originally in canon and then Disney threw out. Pretty much, no matter what they give us, is going to be compared to what was there before, mm-hmm. and it will probably be worse. But if it's if it's totally not going to be part of the expanded universe, then they can't touch base on it and dabble on the outskirts of it like what they did with Episode Seven, because they want to say it's not they're not doing it, but yet there's so many similarities with. Uh, Kylo Ren and and uh, and what his original name is in relation to what the expanded universe was. So they're full yeah. of crap when they're saying, "Oh, we're totally not doing that." No, you 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 could say that all you want, but you're still dabbling in it a little bit. Well, that, that's what I'm saying though. Like if they with this Han Solo movie, if they use some elements from the Han Solo stories that existed before, but then just kind of change them around, then people aren't going to like it as much. But also, if it's completely original, people aren't going to like that as much either because they're the people that know the the stories that existed before are going to be like sentimental about those stories and not want them to change. Right. I'd hope it's just totally original. Yeah. I, hope I, I mean, canceled. I want it to be totally original. I hope it gets canceled and they do an Obi Wan movie like people actually want to see. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Who are these people? Where would they? Where would they do? Like what timeline would they do? Is it after episode three? What's yeah after what are you three about? before Obi-Wan? four? Yeah. Like, okay, watch him like what watch Luke grow up like like Herbert the pervert no, from the no, outskirts. You don't watch him watch <laughs> Luke grow up because there's out. no because <laughs> here's the thing: Vader oh, knew Obi Wan was alive. No, the story makes so much sense because like Vader knew Obi Wan was still alive, so there's no way he didn't send people to try to take him down. That's the entire story right there. But, I mean, didn't he stay on, like, yeah. that planet for... He stayed on Tatooine. Yeah. So it would just yeah. be him on Tatooine. Yeah. But we haven't seen all of the planet. We haven't... They. That's the whole thing is, like, this isn't a story that's already been told, really. Mm. I mean, but neither is Han Solo. I feel like I need to see Obi-Wan babysit more... No, no. He wouldn't be babysitting because he doesn't even he really would be. know I mean, Luke. The, no, that's what he was there for. He basically watched over There's Luke. No, no, I know he watched over Luke, but Luke didn't know he was watching over him. He wasn't babysitting. But that Usually you don't know when a I creeper's mean, looking at still you. There. Okay. I mean, just because Luke didn't know doesn't mean that, <laughs> that it didn't happen. We know it happened. <laughs> If they That's can what come I'm up saying. With like nothing about Han Solo is going to be interesting. I, could, I, I would see. Yeah, it. I mean, if they but follow the story, it, it, it could be. be interesting. I love the Young Han Solo trilogy. Like the Paradise Snare is one no, of the I best. Know, but they're not going to follow EU, it. That's the whole point. Is that it's not going to be good. They are. I mean, it. as much as they say they're not, they're going to. No, I know they're going to use it as a basis and then change a bunch of stuff, and that's why it won't be as good. Let's see. Anyway. I mean, I, I just think it's more interesting than Obi-Wan. Hmm. Yeah, I got to agree. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
Like I love Obi Wan Kenobi, and I'd love to see more Ian McGregor. I mean, I'll Obi-Wan give you that Kenobi, it would be you, and, and he would be age appropriate. But other than that, it just—he's either going to fight people that Darth Vader send after him. Surprise, he'll win because there's no threat. So we don't really gain anything to the story, do we? I mean, I guess if they wrote something really interesting, we could find out something. But see, see, that's why I don't want the Han Solo story because there's nothing else I want to know or need to know. There's nothing that would make his death more impactful that they could give us in the beginning because we already know enough about the character. Like him being a rogue, being a guy that fights for himself first until he meets these people. Like there's no meaningful story that could have happened before that that I would care about. No, I mean, well, the story about him and Chewbacca, that friendship, it's worth seeing. I, think. I agree. How did they meet? Yeah, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That might be worth it. But that's one movie. I don't think I want to see a whole bunch of movies. And I agree, Chris. I Yeah. I don't need I don't need Young Han Solo. No. But I'm I just would, saying I need to be one less. movie. Like they're both on the side of things I don't want nor do I need young play. Vader. That's what I need. We got young Vader. No, we got right. no. We, we got, got young, young Anakin. I'd love to see Anakin, some stories yeah. of other. Vader, people. All Vader did was all young Vader did was no, and that was it. At the end of episode three. Yeah. Anyway, uh, other news. Pretty Any much. Other news. Well, I can we only got think the of Power Rangers costume. Like, oh yeah, the Power Rangers costumes, uh, which people are very divided about. I understand. Oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. You mean the like. What do these things look like? Because everybody's talking about how bad they Iron suck, Man but I kind of thought suits. the original ones suck. So I don't understand what the big difference is here. Yeah. They just look kind of weird. Like, I can't tell if they're like mechanical suits or if they're just they really look like, strangely detailed, they, they like, look like stretchy suits. Iron or, Man I don't, suits. I don't understand like, what they are. They look like complete metal suits that they'll wear. Yeah. And something about the design to me seems alien, which is weird. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like something of this world. I don't know why I thought that, but my first thought was... Oh, is this going to be like suits that came from another planet or something? <laughs> what the heck are you doing? Dude, I'm trying to Google search these stupid freaking Power Ranger suits and they still have... I do have headphones. Do y'all not have like headphones on? Don't What's judge me. Mike's picking it up because he's playing his... He's using his phone. Oh. Yeah, it does look like an Iron Man suit kind of. I'm looking at okay, it now. Okay, there's, there's a link. I mean, for me, I agree. I saw it and thought it looked biomechanical and like otherworldly. But my complaint is yeah. they're just ugly. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think of them. They definitely look like yeah um, Iron Man suits. I don't know. I think this. I think the suits look cool. It just to me the story will matter more. Like depending on how different they go than like um like is there going to be a Zordon or an Alpha? Is there going to be like the idea that the Power Rangers were a thing that was needed like centuries ago and now they're needed again. Is it going to be that kind of story or is it going to be something completely different? Cause like, I feel like these suits wouldn't really match up with the idea that somebody used these suits centuries ago. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if they're alien, if Zordon oh, no, yeah. built them. Like if, if they're alien, then that'll make sense. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's still a completely different story than the original. Because, yeah, because they like yeah. light up. I mean, and stuff. I, I, I think they look cool like. as long as the story that 
brings us to that point makes sense, then I'll be okay with the suits. If the story is you know, dumb or like if they make them themselves or something, I'll be like, what? What is happening? Is this like we a wrote a team we had a poll Iron on Man? Twitter. We had a poll on Twitter about the suits, and the actual like the majority of people said they oh, were yeah? all right with them. They were all right. There was an option for love them, hate them. They're okay, and people said they were okay. That seemed to be the general consensus. Mm, mm. Don't love yeah. them, don't hate them, but they're okay. Yeah. yeah, I can. I feel that. I mean, I agree, Chris. I think that you know it depends on the story, but so far the only thing I've seen exciting out of all the casting and costumes, everything is Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, I thought her. Yeah. Yeah. As Rita, that's gonna. She looks that's awesome. Gonna be yeah, that's gonna be cool, but. Um. Another news story that I I thought I'd bring up that I don't really know if y'all have an opinion about or not. Um, Nintendo announced that their next console is going to come out next March. And they announced that they're not going to have yeah. the new console at E3. And that the only playable game they're going to have at E3 is the new Zelda game. And that the new Zelda game is going to be both on the Wii U and the next console. Oh, cool. And yeah. People are very upset because, like, they were promised a Wii U Zelda game and, like, they're still getting one, but it's obviously going to be better on the newer system. Yeah. But they're also mad because it's, it's like, like... Twilight Princess. Yeah. But they're also mad because, like, Nintendo's releasing a new console, but not during the holiday season? Like, yeah, that seems like, doing, that yeah, seems like them shoot, they're, like they're shooting themselves in the foot. And the fact that they're not even... Yeah. Huh? Somebody's tapping their tapping. mic. God, I guess everything I do is so sensitive. Kern. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, yeah. researching stuff. I was looking up Elizabeth Banks. Still on her. <laughs> oh, tapping or fapping. We don't know, but it's happening. <laughs> tapping or frapping. Is that what uh, you said? <laughs> tapping or fapping. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nintendo not having their console at E3, and there's not like an event as big as E3 between then and when the console comes out just seems like they're shooting themselves yeah. in both feet. Like I, I can understand like in the end, if there's consoles not going to be ready by Christmas and it's going to be better if they wait, I understand waiting, but if it's going to be, it's that close to E3, just have it there. Even if yeah. it's a demo version of it or whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very weird, but well, I mean, they've been doing their own little show anyway, right? Well, they do the Nintendo Directs, but I really, like, they don't have as much of an impact as, like, an E3 presentation does. Yeah. The information still gets out there, and it still gets covered, like, the exact same on news websites. And, like, people that don't watch E3 as it happens just, like, go to Kotaku or IGN and read those stories anyway. But yeah. whenever it's a console announcement, you need to, like, put that in front of media to let them write about it instead of like showing them a YouTube video for them to write about. If you really want to make any kind of impact. I mean, I just wonder if Nintendo knows that it's not going to be great. I hate to say that, but well, from everything I've seen, they've <laughs> just said that it's going to be comparable to the Xbox one and PS four. And considering that the PS 4.5 is on the horizon. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how smart it is to release it now. with, to release it and say, oh, it's going to yeah. be like this generation. That's yeah, already been out. Like, it needs to be... If it's as powerful as the PS4, 
then it'll be okay. But if it's less powerful than the PS4 or the Xbox One, then what's the point? I feel like, like Nintendo has not been doing well with Nintendo their stuff. has no. made a bunch of bad decisions. Like, like the Wii was like a commercial success, but like in many ways a critical failure because it like lost their core fan base because it was just a family friendly thing. Like yeah. people bought yeah. the Wii to play with their kids or play with their grandma and stuff. So when the Wii U came out, it was targeting, you know, like their original core audience again, but they already felt burned by the Wii. So they weren't going to buy this either. They're like, no, you already screwed me over. I've got my PlayStation. I've got my Xbox. I don't need you anymore. So it didn't get anybody to come back. I don't know. I just no. I want them to just at this point. I just want them to go third party and just make games for the PS4 and the Xbox One. They could open up a lot of their staff to be focusing on software instead of hardware that's going to fail like this one and like the GameCube did. Like the GameCube, everybody remembers how badly it sold. The Wii U games on it. It had it had like a good amount of games, and even the games that were on all three consoles, like Soul Calibur, were better on the GameCube because the GameCube was actually more powerful than yeah. the Xbox or the PS2. But it still sold terribly. But like the Wii U is selling half as much in the same time frame as the GameCube did. But so, the GameCube's main problem was the media. Yeah, the GameCube's main problem was the media. But like that—that's the same thing that happened with the PS3. Like the PS3 was incredibly hard to code for because of the. I can't remember what the name of the chip was that was in it, but um, there's some chip in it that made it really hard to code for. And hmm. PS3 surpassed Xbox 360 sales like at the very end of the life cycle. Like right before the Xbox One and the PS4 came out, PS4 finally surpassed them in worldwide sales. But the entire life of the system, they were way behind until like the last minute, basically. And it's because hmm. so many developers had so much of a hard time coding for the console. But I think I would like to see Nintendo continue to make handheld consoles. Like, yeah. Like I think they completely nailed. Oh yeah. The 3DS is like amazing. Yeah. I love my 3DS. And I mean, comparative to like the Vita, the PSP, or even like I, I have a NVIDIA shield. Yeah. And it's still, I still play the 3DS more. Not that I played a lot, but I prefer it to the others. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the only other news thing I could think of is that, like a new Call of Duty and a new Battlefield both got announced. Yeah, the, um, oh, the World new War Call War of Duty, yes. though. I mean, I don't know, man. They've completely gone off the reservation now. They're yeah. going to space. I'm oh, like, it's going to okay, be Halo. To, Dude, it's just another yeah. Halo is well, what it is. What's, what's funny to me is like in the trailer, there's no aliens. We're just fighting other people in space for no reason. And I feel like they're going to pretend like revealing aliens later on is going to be like a big deal. And everyone's going to go, well, yeah, you were in space. Like, we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but uh, but then, like, a lot of people for, at least, like, that I've seen on Reddit and uh, Twitter and stuff like that, for the last couple of years, they've been hoping that shooters would go back to, like, real world events like World War One and World War Two. So when uh, Battlefield 1 got announced yesterday that happens during world war one a lot of people were like this is what we want not call of duty in space yeah i don't i don't know i played some world war one games they're all right and i get but i'm kind of burned out on the like medal of honor and all that i 
I actually liked the part in uh, was it Ghost Two where mm-hmm. you're in space. I thought that playing in zero G, I don't know that it would be intriguing for a whole game, but I thought that that right. was really cool feature. Well, the the fatigue over like old old wars, World War One, World War Two, stuff like that. The fatigue over that for a lot of people has worn off because it's been yeah. like it's been a while since you know they four or five years since Call of Duty or Battlefield tackled any of those wars. And while Medal of Honor did do it, and I think even Medal of Honor's most recent game was like set in modern times, but the one before that even was like six or seven years ago. So I think for a lot what of people, that? they're like, okay. Good evening. <laughs> my, my dad just opened my door. Great. This like so Pete Hitchcock Rose? <laughs> yeah. Pete Rose. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, Special guest. I think what what's funny to me about all this is that even though what I'm getting online from Reddit and Twitter and stuff is that people are saying, like, Battlefield is giving us what we want and Call of Duty is going too far. I'm like, the sales numbers aren't going to reflect that because Call of Duty consistently sells really well. And last year, Black Ops 3 um, was the best selling in the series. So, like, they're still going up. So, because a lot of people have this, like, obligation they feel to buy the new call of duty every year. Cause that's the multiplayer game that they play a lot. Right. Their friends play it. So once it comes out, they're like, I might play battlefield, but I know I'm going to get call of duty. And like, they had that mentality before they, before it was even officially announced. They're like, I'm going to play that. Obviously I'm going to get that game. Well, as far as shooters go, they're really good. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, there's complaints, but I buy, I have every single one of them. I love them. Yeah, the thing right. the thing that's aggravating me the most about Call of Duty, especially hey, Black Ops, because you talk about Black Ops Three and everything like that, is I'm getting really flipping sick and tired of what the hell is all this stuff going off? <laughs> <laughs> We're typing in the chat, and yeah, it's confusing. going off on my computer. Stop it! You guys are complaining about <laughs> the noise that my computer's making, and you guys are antagonizing it. Um, the thing that aggravates me the most is, is the, the, uh, you know, we, we talk about remakes of movies and it's the same thing with some of these maps in Call of Duty. They remake these yeah. maps. I am so sick and tired of freaking Nuketown. I swear if I see it in another freaking Call of Duty game, I'm going to go ballistic. I mean, it's. It, you, you, it, I'm sick and tired of it. I don't. I don't care how many times you remake it. I'm sick and tired of playing the freaking map. You know. Hey, you say hey, that, Kurt. Kurt, hey, Kurt but if you pre-order Infinite Warfare, you, <laughs> you get the the twenty five fifty five version of Nuketown. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's you the same that, freaking map. It's just reskinned. I mean, it's the same. No, I don't say that. It's the same map. It's reskinned. I mean, there's no variation to it at all. The layout is identical from the original Nuketown. Oh, yeah. They've made it, what, now three times total or four times total now? It's the same uh, map. It's just a reskinned yeah. every single time. I've been playing Office. I've been playing Office in Counter-Strike since 1.3, dude. Dude, it's going I to cut be my teeth. I cut my teeth on Counter Strike Beta. I love Counter Strike, but that doesn't mean I'd want to play the same map for the next fifteen freaking years. But that's what you do in Counter Strike. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really quiet. I don't. I don't really play these games much. 
it's sorry. <laughs> it, it, it's just a funny. It's a funny argument to me because <laughs> I did play Counter Strike back when I was in high school. Because I literally played I a server called Office Twenty Four Seven for like five years. Well, and I used to run Counter Strike servers. I used to, I you know, I I know I've been on your server, I, and I loved them, and I loved Counter Strike. I mean, like I said, I cut my teeth on it, and um, as far as first person shooters. But like I said, I mean, after so many years, yeah, I might get excited about a remake of a map once or twice, but then after that, it's like, okay, I'm done with it. I can't keep just playing the damn thing for the next twenty freaking years. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think I think there are some maps that get worn out really quick if they're not interesting. Yeah, that's my biggest thing about nu- Nuketown is Nuketown's boring. It's super small. It's two houses with a street in between and yards behind the houses. Well, there's no variation it. to it. It's it's way no. it's way too simple for one team to gain the advantage and control. Basically, there's three main choke points coming out of there really technically four out of each side of the map but anyway it's way too easy to control the map once once you get it you know and that's the name of any map but the maps that i really like playing in any series that's a first person shooter whether it's call of duty or or who whatever you know franchise that's making it is uh yeah when it's these huge maps with all these you know a variety of paths where you can't send you know, a handful of people and hold the entire map captive by just holding down a small location because it's a very lineal map or whatever. You know, I mean, right. I like I like v- variety. I like you know not you know getting hit from somewhere and having no clue where that got hit from. You get hit from freaking Nuketown. I mean, there's only like two places they could be sitting more than likely. You know, depending on where you get right. hit. My dog yeah. came into my room now. Great. Special guest, dog. Right. Pistol Pete Rose Jr. Dog. <laughs> so, are we all ready to go to the main topic? Oh, hold on. Can I make one little quick plug? Yes. Oh yeah, didn't you do something there's, today? There's an interview, yes, uh, that I conducted with uh, Ben from Warrior Innkeeper Comics. Well, Creative, they're a whole company now, but they're uh, doing a follow up to a comic I really liked, and it's called Black Suit of Death, and they're trying to do a Kickstarter for it. So I sat and I talked to him about how he came up with it, what it's like to be a comic artist, what it's like to be an indie artist, uh, where the ideas come from. We talked a little bit just about general comics and nerd stuff. And he was a really cool dude. He sat down, he did it for us. And, you know, he's got a little bit of a fan base and so do we. And so it was a good connect. And I just want to cool. say, if you haven't listened to it, uh, it should have come out yesterday when you're hearing this. So go back, give it a listen. It's worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and today was uh, Free Comic Book Day, so Woo-woo. hope everybody got some free comics. I didn't get no damn comics. Who boy, did I not? No, <laughs> I it was either. Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day for me because my mom had stuff to do tomorrow, so I took her yeah. out to eat and did some family stuff. Nope, no comics for me. I know. Oh that's man, we all comic suck nerd, on Comics Day. Shouldn't yeah, have even mentioned so it, many. Rose. Should have just oh, left sorry. it alone. Yeah, way to go, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> we did post a list, though, of what you could get. So hopefully people that did go looked at that list and picked up some cool stuff. Right? Yeah. If y'all picked up some cool stuff, let us know on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Let yeah, us know what your Facebook. favorite free comic was out of Free Comic Book Day. There were some good zeros and ones for some upcoming titles and some stuff that I wish mm. I had got. But, you know, I'll pick them up. My friend did say she would grab some for me. So maybe she did. Ooh. 
Rose may have comics. I so might. You may have scored after yeah, all. Yeah, my friend, Tune in you, next all time met, and you all met uh, <laughs> during our cosplay episode, Kaya Cosplay. She and a bunch of our people in a local comic book shop did a big day where they had a bunch of costumers, cosplayers, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw her post about that, actually. Was that at Table's Edge? Awesome. Um, it's no longer called Table's Edge Comics. It's oh, called that's um, right. Archer Comics now. Matt, that's right. I, I remember him saying something about uh, pulling out mm-hmm. and looking for somebody to uh, take over. So take over. Hopefully, hopefully that has as good a run as what Table's Edge had. I hope so. Yeah. I do. Definitely will. I think we'll see those guys next weekend. But oh, yeah. yeah, at YC three. Yeah, but That's that right. but that we're gonna have a table there. Yeah, that goes that goes to a point. You know, all you people out there that are listening, support your local comic stores. I mean, Jeez. you know, you can, you know, you know, I know that people can get stuff online and everything like that. But you know, being able just to walk in there and 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 socialize with those guys about comics and and being able to find something that you're looking for, or whatever. You know, I'm a huge fan of supporting local businesses like that, especially when it's nerd stuff like that. So, does someone have our uh, table number or booth number? Is it, are we F27? Is that what we are? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go so. with it. It's the one in the back right corner when you come in. Nobody's gonna know around, where that is. Everyone goes. Don't listen no, to no, this. No, no. When you walk in, when you walk in the room, <laughs> you walk in the room and you're making your circle. We'll be the second turn, and we'll be there. We have banner. We have two banners, oh, oh. I think, actually. I, let me see. Yes, we are F twenty seven. F twenty seven, and the banners are not related to Doctor Banner. No, <laughs> they they are not Bruce David Banner. They are, in fact, just our regular banners. banners that say our name. Yeah, and I I <laughs> will not be present, but I'll be there in spirit. You'll be there yes. in, uh, and maybe even telespirit. Maybe so. Spirit, maybe. Maybe. We can probably get you Skyped in at some point. Right. So you but can you should see. definitely come by because... It'll because... Be awesome. Who knows? <laughs> because... Well... And we, <laughs> because, we're, I mean, we're going to be giving be, away things, yeah, but mostly because we'll be There's a bunch of swag to give away. That's right. I have a lot of Steam codes. If anyone likes gaming on PC, you should come by and see us and see what you got to do to win them, or at least get a chance to win them. Who knows? Yep. Who knows? I know, but I'm, I'm right, not going to give away right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> there right, may or may not of, be trivia questions involved. Yes. There'll be lots of good um, lots of good stuff that we'll have to give away. Yes. Yeah, totally. I know you guys have been working on it too, but I, I, that's why I'm saying Steam Coats because that's what I got. And some comics. I got a few little comics. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, Loot Crate Goodies. Perhaps. Oh, yeah, yeah. We will oh, have some. Yeah, Luke those will be there too. Well. Yes. Yes. So moving yeah, we on. We should move on to our main topic. Yes. The main the topic, topic is. I'm, I'm super excited about this. Yes. <laughs> Captain America. Because Civil I haven't War. seen it yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, think, I think we've all seen it except for Kern. Right. That's hey, Kern's been busy. Yeah. I've been, I've been yeah, su- that whole moving to California thing. Right, yeah, yeah, I've been busy. Um,. We will spend a couple of minutes just doing spoiler-free, so if you don't want to be spoiled by it, you can just listen to our general thoughts and then go away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they go <laughs> away. I'll say my, my entire spoiler-free review is fantastic, very well done, probably my second favorite 
Marvel Comic Universe movie? Deadpool being, What's your first? being number one, of course. My first was the first Avengers. What? The first Avengers to me is the best one. How is Deadpool not number one? What's wrong with you? That's not that's not the Marvel comic book. That's oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the Fox-owned oh, yeah, X-Men yeah, yeah. Okay. universe no, We're thing. pulling the technical card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the MCU, um, my favorite movie is Avengers. This is, but this is number two. Yeah, I, I really think it's like the Captain America movies for me. Yeah, I've really, I really liked this one a lot. It was, uh, I, my spoiler free is, despite having so many characters in the movie, they did not get cluttered or feel like a cluster, or mm-hmm. feel like they were shoving too much into one thing. Right. Yeah, I think my favorite part was the introduction of the new characters and the fleshing out of the other characters. There were 12 main heroes, and I thought they all got a great you know, introduction to the group uh, role in the movie. Yeah, it was just on point everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I had to pick a weak spot, it would be the villain. But even that is nitpicky. Yeah. Because it wasn't really about him. The villain wasn't him. It was this whole superhero registration thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very true. Um, Kern, what are your non-spoiler thoughts? Um, <laughs> I thought the movie was um, a little bit mysterious. Um, I didn't get a lot out of it. Um, I, I, I still think I'm probably need to discover it a little bit further to get a full understanding of it. So absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So yes, <laughs> very good thoughts. All right. Uh, so now we're going into spoilers, ample warning, so, yeah. turn off now. Kern has Abandon given his permission hope. for us to talk about it. I'm, un- I'm unplugging yeah. my headphones right now. Not really. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just Can gonna I ask, ask random a- stupid questions as I hear you guys talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Do you have any random stupid questions to ask before we even start? Yeah. Um what are the what are the um the twelve main characters that they introduce? Who are those? Let's talk about that. Desmond well, mentioned they don't that introduce all of them. Well I don't think. That are in it. You're right. So No, they they, they introduced uh, Black Panther and Spider Man. Yeah. That's it? In this movie. Those yeah, are the only new oh, the new ones. Okay, and they did a they did a great job of giving them both really decent introductions and letting us know about who they are. I yeah. think they did a better job with Black Panther than they did with Spider Man, but it's still pretty great. Well, almost everybody no, knows really who Spider Man is. The runtime and stuff. Yeah, that and the Spider Man thing was perfect because, um, whenever Tony Tony said something about. Uh, asking him how he can crawl on walls and he said it's a long story and tony was like i don't need to hear it and i was like you're right tony we don't need to hear it because we've heard it already (laughs) yes oh that was pretty perfect i thought yeah i thought Um, it was pretty great he's like do you have like sticky gloves or something (laughs) yeah and he was just like yeah long story he's like whatever and he commended him for making the web cartridges which was cool yeah um yeah i i i thought i really liked the spider-man the Peter Parker introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the. I love that he was like. He specifically called out the fact that Aunt May is super hot. He was oh, like, yeah. "You're, you're un, un, what was it? Un, uh, unusually attractive aunt." 
yeah, is yeah, what yeah. he said. Who who was he refer- who's gonna be the new Aunt May? So was he referring Marissa to Marissa? Oh, so yeah, that, Marissa so he was Tomei. referring to Marissa Tomei. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marissa Tomei is kind of smoking hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently her and Robert Downey Jr. used to date. Oh, even really? Better. So that makes that makes that even more interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. That whole scene but, uh, makes makes it so much better now knowing that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um <laughs> but yeah, that introduction I thought was really well done. Uh the Black Panther introduction, it was one of those things where like as soon as the character was at that meeting, uh-huh. I was like, I bet that's Black Panther because I couldn't remember yeah. who the actor was or what he looked like. But I was like, that's probably going to be Black Panther. Well, I and remembered. Was I was Black like, Panther. they were at the UN and he was talking to his dad. And it's, he was like, I was like, oh, duh, because Wakanda is the freaking made up country that Black Panther is from. And he's the right. son of the king. So obviously that's going to be uh, Black Panther. And then I was like, oh, and they're probably about to kill his dad off, too. <laughs> <laughs> So that means that Black Panther is the king of this made-up country. So who's yes. a, who, who's the actor that played Black Panther? Chadwick Boseman. He did a that's really good right. job. I thought he did a good job. He did. Uh, but yeah. that's the thing. Black Panther is the richest comic book character ever. Period. Really? Way because he owns way, a way country. M- so well, bigger I than I mean, Tony, Tony Stark. Bigger than Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he has more it's money true. than than Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark. But Scrooge McDuck, he's a Marvel character, technically. Is he? Like, De- yeah, yeah, like Desmond was saying, like, technically we got Scrooge McDuck. I don't know if Scrooge McDuck and it's would be richer. I know Disney he's the coin that attracts Disney all money. owns both, so probably. <laughs> he probably counts. It isn't Santa Claus. Santa Claus is actually a Marvel character. I know this. And Santa Claus <laughs> is the richest person in the universe, so. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, because oh, his Santa currency is, is children's smiles. See, I just keep hearing all this bull coming out at me, and <laughs> right. <laughs> Google it. Santa Claus is a mutant. Um, he's what? Um, he's a mutant in the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, I did know that. I don't know. Does Disney own him though? Well, they own Marvel, so <laughs> right. Um, I was gonna say. My only criticism, really, of this movie is the same criticism that I had of Age of Ultron, is that where we are at the end of the movie isn't much different than where we were at the beginning. Because yeah. in Age of Ultron, in Age of Ultron, at the end, all that happened was Quicksilver died. And Quicksilver, like, that was the first movie he was really in. So it was also like, I don't really care that Quicksilver died. And in this one, no one even died. So it's like, okay... I guess yeah, and then some they people didn't, are at odds, but like nothing yeah, and that's, big. That's or the thing. It's happened. like we don't even we didn't even get like hardly any uh, closure or um, nothing was tied up at the end. You know, it's like it's still right. left hanging with. They're still like Tony's still pissed off at Cap, and yeah. they're still going to be on the wrong side of the law technically. And right. what do they do now? And, and the other See, parallel is that, like, at the end of Age of Ultron, the two new characters we had were Vision and Scarlet Witch. And at the end of this one, we have two new characters because we have Spider-Man and Black Panther. It's like, that's, I don't know. Right. So the, it ends up being that, like, all the movie did in the long run was give us two new characters. Well, no, I think it did. I think it did something smart. 
it get, it took away the thing of why aren't the Avengers here? So now when we have no, solo that, movies, that's true. We know why the Avengers aren't there. Yeah, but we also know that they're going to get back together at the end. So, well, we don't know that. I mean, we don't know that it's going to be the Avengers in Infinity Wars. It could be just. I mean, there's going to be what, like seventy heroes or eighty heroes. Yeah, there's like ninety-five or something like that people in that movie. So the point is that they don't necessarily have to be the Avengers. They just have to be in this event. Right. Yeah, that is true. But there are, but there are still a good amount of movies between now and then. Like we don't really know what's going to happen. There's no No, more. I don't think there's any more main movies other than like like main Avengers. Teen movies other than Spider-Man and Thor, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's just this Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, when does the Black Panther movie come out? I think next year or 18. I don't know. I I I I thought Black Panther was between Infinity Wars 1 and 2. Maybe it is. That's like the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie doesn't come out until I think it's July 2018, something like that. Mm. And we still have Doctor Strange this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange. This this year is actually a pretty sparse schedule for MCU movies actually. Like there's just this one and then Doctor Strange, but I think next year we have like four again or something. Yeah, I think that's partly because DC is actually releasing stuff, so they have to be careful not to saturate. Yeah. It's true. And even though they know they're going to win, they don't want to compete. You still lose some money. Yeah, yeah. Um so how did this Desmond, how did, you said Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I was going to say, how did the story develop uh, in uh, Civil War? Because doesn't that that storyline with um, Captain America trying to make friends with his buddy Skippy or whatever his name is, who was the Winter Bucky. Soldier? Yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> you know, <Skippy. laughs> I was close. Um, how 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 does that progress in uh, Civil War? Because. Uh, it it indicated that that there was kind of a continuance there in some of the trailers. Well, what happened was Bucky was framed for bombing this uh, building that killed Black Panther's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the UN? I thought it was somewhere else. No, it's the UN. All right. Yeah, it's something like it's the UN equivalent. Oh, okay. So yeah, like Bucky gets uh, framed for bombing the UN, which kills Black Panther's dad. So then Iron Man is. Like the the heroes that signed these new uh, this new agreement are basically sent to get him and kill him or bring him back, but uh, Captain America didn't sign those orders and he finds out that well, they he was framed. They didn't so send. He tries to they help didn't him. send the superheroes. They sent in like a German like tactical uh, like right, military right. They, police. Right. Yeah, it was GSG nine. I mean, they them. sent them first, but like the conflict between the heroes started because they went after him too. Yeah, like that's whenever the thing, they like had Cap that chase Cap, and everything. Cap went after him so that he could get him before the the police showed up and attempt to bring right. him in uh, alive. So this whole thing right. spawned off of uh, Captain America trying to protect his buddy Skippy Bucky. No, well, actually, the whole thing starts. Yeah. It starts ahead, with uh so they're they're on a mission in Africa trying to get this this guy Crossbones who is trying to steal a biological weapon. Um so they're they're on this mission to do this. It, it goes it's going perfectly fine and then at the very end Crossbones has uh, a suicide vest on and he 
blows, he hits the trigger to blow it up while Captain America is standing right in front of him. Well, Scarlet Witch manages to contain the blast with her powers, but then accidentally, and throws him up, but then accidentally throws him into a building and he explodes and it kills people. Yeah. So it's more of a, and then everybody's like, why were they there anyways? You know, that's, that's not sanctioned. They shouldn't be able to go across country, to a different country and do whatever they want. And, uh, and people died because of the actions of them. So it's like, they needed. They were like, we need to regulate. So they go after. They go sure. after these guys, kind of like what they were wanting to go after Superman for. Yeah, kind of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, they come up with this registration, which isn't the registration from the comics. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross, who's Secretary of State from the Hulk series, you know, he comes in and says, "Look, we're going to create this oversight committee. They'll approve your missions. They'll tell you what your limits are." And uh, pretty much, Iron Man goes, "Yes, we're hurting people. We need to do this." And Captain America and his crew go, well, we need to help people regardless of what governments and ideas say are happening. We need to just do what's right. Yeah, he's basically worried right. that, like, um, he's not going to be able to go out on a mission when they really need him to because the governments are saying no. Or they might send him out to do a mission that they don't agree with. But that's because, you know, the, the government said that that's a mission they have to go on. Mm-hmm. So... And like uh, Captain America made the line where he said, agendas change. Yeah. So we might agree with what they want to do one day and then the next day we don't because they change their mind about something. And then uh, Tony said something like, that's exactly why we need this because things change or whatever. Um, Team Cap all the way, though, for me. Yeah. Yeah, what were you guys going in? Were you Team Cap going in, Rose? Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Me too. But I mean, it's team also. Team Cap. I feel like the I'm team. I'm also Team Boneless. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure if the Team Iron Man people like read the comics. I'm not sure because I'm like, how can? Well, you... I, I'd say the comics aren't really relevant because they're a bit different. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I'm. I'm Team Cap because it's like if the government gets to control the superheroes, then that means they get to decide who the villains are. Right, right. And you don't want the government deciding who's a bad guy and who's a good guy, and telling Very them true. what to do. It's dangerous. I um dangerous. I the only speaking of the comic thing, the only thing that I had a gripe about as a comic nerd was the Black Panther storyline, and only the introduction part because. The fact that Claw, Ulysses Claw, kills his dad is very burned into my mind. Oh. And mm. so it's kind of we- it's kind of weird that um, he was taken out this way. It served the story well, and it worked just fine. It was just different. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where Kern talks about where sometimes different. You have the thing in your mind, and different doesn't work. Yeah. And I think it was that, because I knew the story worked. It didn't take anything away from it, but... It just, in my mind, should have gone a different way. Yeah. Right. I, I just, I ended up really liking Black Panther a lot. Like, his whole, he had a lot of really good uh, character development throughout the whole movie. Because he has the whole... I thought they all did. He has, yeah, but I just, I was really surprised that they were able to bring in a new character, introduce him well, and then even though he wasn't at the forefront of the entire movie, still managed to get him mm-hmm. to go from, I'm going to murder this guy because he killed my father, to... Um, I see how much these people have been um, driven by revenge and I'm not going to let it consume me anymore. You know, it's just, yeah, it was that really was very, well very done. good. Yeah. And I know people don't 
like in general, a lot of people didn't like Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of that movie, I really want to see the Wonder Woman movie. Right. And I feel like this movie had that same effect that I really want to see the Black Panther and the Spider Man movie. Yeah. Now, more than I wanted to before. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, Chris, oh you goodness. had mentioned you had mentioned prior no. to us starting tonight that there was something that you were trying to remember what it was that you didn't like. Did you ever remember what that was? <laughs> nope. Aww. And it wasn't something I didn't like. It was just something that confused me. Because I remember thinking, that's weird. And then, like, that's it. That's The last time I thought it was while I was watching the movie. So I'll have to go watch it again and figure out what it was. Oh. Yeah. Did did anyone else find it weird that the Vision's powers seemed, uh, his power set seemed really different from the Avengers, from Ultron? Yeah. For some reason, like, while he was fighting, I was like, oh, he can do that. And why isn't he doing that? And... I don't know. Is it the phasing through stuff thing? Like, I knew he could do that, but like him selectively doing it, I don't remember doing that. Like where somebody could punch him and he just makes his, makes like a fist phase through him. Uh-huh. I was like, did he do that before? I don't I remember, remember him walking <laughs> through walls. Like I remember him walking through walls and being able to pick up the hammer, like, and having like, you know, he can blast people. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, he can just, like, make parts of his body phase through stuff so people can't punch him. I don't remember that. I don't know. I mean, it's just different because he seems so powerful in Ultron, and here he was kind of limited. Mm-hmm. Which makes yeah. sense, but it was different. And I was like, well, I wonder yeah. what his like, powers are now because... But then he can still like get the, wrecked by a Scarlet Witch, so it's it's okay. Whose powers aren't... Re, re, okay, in case you were wondering, Kern, because in the comics you know how... She can warp reality. Right. Well, here, apparently, she just has, like, really powerful telekinesis. She's kind of like Jean Grey. Right. I think she still can do some reality reading. warping. It's just that they focused more on her weird telekinesis this time for this movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the first the, in the Ultron, she could, like, sneak into people's minds and, like, make them see things. Yeah, but she didn't do that at all. This movie. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't want to. Maybe she realizes yeah, how twisted it, it is, and is she's trying to well, be a good guy. Yeah. Well, when Vision gave her that speech about the stone in his forehead, and he was like, "I don't know what this is. I'm like, I don't know where it came from, or like why it, you know, allows me to do what I do and all this stuff." But I want to know. My first thought was, she's going to go into his head and figure it out. Right? Because she has that power to like go in his head. So she's going to like somehow go in his head and figure out what the stone, where the stone came from mm-hmm. and how to control it. And then she's just like, eh, let's eat pizza or whatever the heck happened. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it wasn't paprika. It wasn't paprika. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it's not paprika. <laughs> uh, yeah. The best part, though, I think was that big fight at the airport with everybody. I think that was the best and scene. The- yeah, and what was brilliant about that was that, like, you'd think a fight between 12 different heroes would feel really cramped, but that's why they did it, like, mostly on the runway of an airport, so they have a lot of room to fight. And we finally saw a giant man. My favorite my favorite scene was actually the, the last fight. When they found out the truth that right. uh, Bucky had killed the Starks. Mm-hmm. Also, Kern... Bucky killed Iron Man's mom and dad. Sweet. And Cap knew at some point and did not tell him. 
Well, what's interesting now, is... Was that, was that actually intentional? What, not telling him? No. Bucky killing his parents. He was brainwashed. That's a big plot point. Is uh, ah. Bucky was part of this program, and they had this control book, and they would tell him these words, and he had no control over his actions. He could be right. programmed. Yeah, so he's yeah. a sleeper agent. And that's the main bad guy, uh, which was Baron Zemo. He stole that book, and he was trying to use Bucky again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah because cause, uh, Stark's dad was killed, like, way early on. Because you don't even, you know, he's not even alive in the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, he was killed in 91. Wasn't that the date? I think so. Yeah. Um. So... I was trying to figure out like how Captain America knew and if that was in another movie. And it was actually in uh Winter Soldier. Whenever I they go so. when he goes into the bunker and he's talking to like the computer basically. Uh I can't remember his name, the little short guy with the glasses that was like inside the computer. But when he's explaining to him, you know, like that Shield would have stopped uh Hydra from doing the things that they did. He said something like, well, when um, when things weren't going our way, mistakes were made. But yeah, so when it when it uh, flashed the newspaper, it said Stark's uh, Tony Stark and wife killed in auto accident or something like that. Oh, yeah. And then it said that they were um, still investigating the cause of the crash or something like that. And then it all made sense. But what was weird to me was whenever Iron Man asked Cap... You know, did you know his first answer was, I didn't know it was him. And then he was like, don't bullshit me. Did you know? And he said, yes. And then the fight went off. Heck yeah. But, uh, what's, and I don't know about, I don't know if y'all noticed this. I'm sure, um, Desmond might have noticed this. I don't know, but the next Spider-Man movie is called Spider-Man Homecoming. And one of the trigger words for Bucky was homecoming. Oh, and I was like, that can't be a coincidence, right? Cause like it was a random assortment of words that Zemo read out of the book to control Bucky. But one of them was homecoming. So it was in Russian, but it was like still the word was homecoming. And I was like, that has to be intentional, right? Did you did you think that, Desmond? No, I didn't even notice it. Really? Yeah, like one of the words was homecoming. I was like, that that can't be a coincidence. It might be, but it seems like a really dumb coincidence. Like if they're going to name the movie Spider-Man Homecoming, then they should not have one of the trigger words be homecoming, especially since calling the Spider-Man movie homecoming is already kind of confusing. Well, I mean, there's the the storyline like I talked about, but I think what you say is interesting because I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. And in the movie, Kern, because you haven't seen it, there was apparently other agents made like Bucky. Now, Zemo kills them all, supposedly. While they're in, like, cryosleep cryo or something. yeah. Yeah. But apparently there could be other ones, so you're right. Maybe somebody he knows is an agent or maybe he runs into another one of these agents. That could be interesting. Right. I didn't think about that because obviously there's a lot of, um, 
mostly Spider-Man specific enemies that they could bring in for the Spider-Man movie, but also feel like they could keep it, you know, in the Avengers universe to an extent and have like something with Bucky or have like one of the other winter soldiers that might've survived somehow be part of the story. I don't know. Well, no, you're right. I mean, cause technically this is a captain America movie, right? Yeah. So anything's possible. Yes. Very true. Um, I'm trying to think what else we could talk about with the movie. Well, what did you think of the portrayals, the acting? I thought the acting was really good. I feel like there was a lot more, um, because of like the lo- the longer dialogue with some of the characters, like between uh, Steve and Tony, between Vision and Scarlet Witch, like some of those scenes to me felt longer than most scenes that we have in the other movies where it's like just really quick little conversations. And like in these, even like during some of the fights, like there was like real conversations going on because it's not something that's so black and white. Cause like in other movies, it's like, there's a bad guy. We have to stop them. So like any kind of conversations about what they're going to do was always sort of like, okay, we're going to do this or we're going to go here. We're going to do that. But like, since this is like a real sort of like deep question that they have to ask themselves, it made it where there was probably a lot more talking in this movie than there have been in other movies, but it made sense with the story. No, I, I agree. I thought that the portrayals were really well done and that they fleshed out the characters a lot more by giving them those moments that you were talking about where they could talk with each other and yeah. they actually discussed the subject matter. And because you got to see what their views were on it, you got to see more into them and they right. didn't have to do all these flashbacks and stupid side storylines that don't really go anywhere. Kind of Iron Man threw it up mm. that this was really, really interesting. I thought just to have characters that are on a, a big ensemble and they each got to shine their little moments, but then as a whole, they still got to have moments as an individual. Right. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I thought the story was, is actually not civil war and it was more, of Avengers disassemble kind of a thing. I don't know. Mm. And I really liked it. I really thought they did a unique story. Yeah. You don't really see team dynamics like that. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people saying that they didn't like Zemo, like you were saying, but my thing about Zemo, his, um, his motivations to me are like really boring. It's like, God, my family died and I want revenge. But, his methods and like the fact that he basically, you know, manipulated all of the Avengers to do exactly what he wanted and end up exactly where he wanted. Like he literally wanted exactly Captain America, Iron Man and Bucky to be at that base. And that's exactly who ended up there. Like he manipulated everything to the point where everything worked exactly the way he wanted to. And obviously that's like the writers of the movie that did that. Not, not literally this guy, but they wrote him in a way that made him seem like really intelligent about the way that he wanted to break them apart and try to get them to kill each other. No, I really, I really, really liked that. Um, that he did seem like his plans were really intricate and really detailed. Mm -hmm. And he had this whole obsession. I just thought that he didn't get flushed out as much. Like we got all the superhero stuff, but they kind of skimped, 
on giving him the real depth that he needed. But yeah. again, I don't think he was the real villain. He wasn't. The real villain was the Avengers. They were fighting themselves. What What are they supposed to be? What are they supposed to do? Yeah. Why does each of them fight this fight? Yeah. Because and, Hawkeye came out of retirement. Mm -hmm. That was interesting. Vision has this thing where apparently maybe he's in love. Scarlet Witch doesn't know why she's doing it. Ant-Man just does it to help. Spider-Man is semi-manipulated to me. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, um, when he's talking to Captain America... And he's like, uh, Tony said you would say that. And he said you'd say that too. And he's like, what else did he tell you? And he's like, he said that you're wrong, but you think you're right. And that makes you dangerous. And it's like, does he even know what's going on? Because <laughs> he didn't really seem to say anything about what the actual issue was. He just knows that Iron Man told him Captain America's wrong. We need to fight him. Yeah, he gave him a cool suit and told him he was an Avenger. What more did he need, you know? Yeah, he definitely did seem manipulated. Um, so that that was interesting. I mean, yeah. Ant-Man being there was kind of cool. Black Panther had his own, whole own motivations. I thought right. that was interesting. Yeah. All of it. Falcon was not really, didn't really get a story, but you could tell. He was Steve's guy. Everyone on, on Captain's team seemed like they were there because they believed in Cap and what they were doing. Yeah. Very true. The things we talked about while you're gone is to get your input on them. Um, how did you feel about like the the actual performances of the actors and like the dialogue between them and stuff in this one? Oh, I liked it. I thought everybody did a pretty good job. And uh, what was your favorite fight? My favorite fight what? was the one at she the airport. She said the airport thing. Oh yeah, the airport. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't remember if that was before she left or not. I think it's especially yeah, when, especially when, um, freaking Ant-Man got all big. Yeah. We <laughs> saw a giant man for the first time. That was cool. <laughs> and Th you that was pretty good. Have Spider-Man be all like, remember that old movie Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> that was, that was, that was pretty great. Yeah. I felt like I'd heard the movie was really, was, uh, funnier than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the first 30 or 45 minutes, like, nothing was funny. I was like, what are yeah. people talking about? <laughs> but once Ant-Man got there and once Spider-Man was there, like, a lot of it was funny. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, this this is... And they need... I think once it got that far into the movie, it needed some lightheartedness because yeah. it had been so serious up to well, that. And that part but, with um, uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon in the car... And Bucky's like, can you move your yeah. chair up, please? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> I think like a little later on, he's like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That's all he said. He just, I hate you. <laughs> and it's just funny because it's that whole, it's that whole idea of um, one is Steve's current best friend and one is Steve's like old best friend. Yeah. And they're like, they probably like each other just fine, but they're like, I'm obligated to hate you because you're my friend's friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're moving in on my territory. I have to hate you. Oh, and the romance um, between Captain America and Peggy Carter's niece or whatever. Agent yeah. 13. Yeah. It's not weird at all. <laughs> hey, oh, I, you I know what? We lied. There aunt, was a I'll death. Bone you instead. Oh, there was a death. Yeah, Peggy. Peggy Carter. Peggy died. Carter well, yeah, died. there was there was a couple of deaths because like the crossbones guy died, and we got well, to actually yeah, see but... Stark's parents die. Yeah. Yep. We actually got to watch Bucky beat him to death. <laughs> Jeez. And, and, 
And don't forget, we we got to have a woman tell us about her dead IT son and shove a picture in Tony's chest. Oh, yeah. Which was actually pretty freaking poignant. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, Like, it's poignant to Iron Man's side, but that's my thing is, like, there's going to be casualties when you take out bad guys. Yeah. You try to, it's, it's like, you try to save as many as you can, but at the end of the day, it's better that you took out the bad guys and some... You know, bystanders than not taking out the bad yeah. guys at all. I think, though, in that case, it was especially hard for Tony because that was his fault in the first place that Ultron was a thing. <laughs> right, yeah. That's that's why it really hit him. But, like, hitting me as the audience, I was like, yeah, but that happens. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was, uh, I was semi-disappointed, but you didn't get to see Captain uh, America go nomad. Which is the character that Steve takes on when he's not Captain America. Oh, yeah. I thought that would have been semi-cool. Or some mention of, like, these other heroes, like the Dark Avengers, who's Luke Cage and guys. Because, you know, tie in with the TV show a little bit. Because they really did not care about the TV at all. They were like, hey, did you hear Agent Carter got canceled? Well, now she got really canceled. Oh. So it was just like, oh, Now she's super canceled. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, God. Uh I thought that was it. And then the raft. I was disappointed with the raft because I don't know if you guys know who the Thunderbolts are. But they're uh, the Suicide Squad for Marvel pretty much. And it's the Juggernaut usually and some other people. But they come from the raft, which is where they house the worst of the worst. And so the fact that we didn't get to see any of those guys in there. I mean, obviously not Juggernaut because Fox. But anyone. That was kind of disappointing. Anyone but the superheroes that got stuck there that were on Team Cap. It's how come there's this big prison and there's only two of you guys? Almost <laughs> like the studio kind of. That's how I felt when I saw that. But uh, that was it. I mean, those were little things they could have done. It wasn't. It wasn't bad that they did them, but just having the knowledge that those things come from there, I was like, oh, missed opportunities. But yeah. to see like a few little uh, little cameos of other characters that they own. Yeah, just or just even hints like suits and stuff. Like if they had broken in and gotten their gear and there had been other things. Yeah. It would oh, have yeah. at least been cool to see like bullseyes, like armor or something in there. Damn though, right. seeing seeing Scarlet Witch like in a like straight jacket basically with a collar on, I was like, That's that's right. rough, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. That prison looked a lot rougher than the ones from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, yeah. Um there was that line whenever Iron Man's walking by and he's about to get the information from Falcon about where uh, Captain and Bucky went. And he's, he stops at uh, Ant-Man's cell <laughs> and he says something to him and he says, oh, yeah. who are you again? <laughs> and he's just like, come <laughs> on, he's man. He's just like, come on, man. <laughs> whenever they opened the van door and he was like laying in the van drunk. Sleeping. <laughs> I had this moment when I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Rudd's in this movie. I forgot <laughs> Paul Rudd's in this movie. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, oh, man. I thought, it, I thought it was great. Winter Soldier was, okay, Avengers is my favorite. Winter Soldier was my number two, and now this is number two, and Winter Soldier's number three. Yeah. I'm not sure what my mm. favorite favorites would be, like, if I could actually, like, rate them. I'd have to, like, actually really I only know sit those. down and think about it. This one is definitely one of my favorites, though, for sure. Yeah. 
I think it's all the Captain America movies in order and then Avengers one and then probably Iron Man. Yeah, I'd have to say well, Iron Man, at least the first one especially, would have to be in there. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy would probably be up there. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But man, um, yeah, there's so many that I, I really think, liked. So quick question. What do you think is the worst one so far? The worst one what? The first the Thor worst movie? Of the, Marvel, the worst of the Marvel movies. Really? Yeah. I think the second Thor is worse. I thought, really? I thought the second Thor was, was way more interesting. I thought that Iron Man 3 was okay. I think Iron Man 2 Someone's tapping is the again. worst. The first Hulk movie. The one with... The, uh, he's got a point. Wait, the one with Norton or the one with Banna? Because the Banna one doesn't count because that's not in this universe. Yeah. And but I thought the Edward one. Norton one was actually really good. Yeah. I liked the one with Edward Norton in it. I didn't. Aww. I hear you, Kurt. Kern is no, having fun. It's okay. I can, I can edit out all the tapping. I can edit the tapping out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everything I'm, will be fine. I'm, I'm so there'll research. be no tapping, but they'll be talking about <laughs> tapping. Right. Well, we'll edit the talking out, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After I edit out all the tapping and talking, we'll have a good podcast of laughter and weird noises <laughs> and candy. <laughs> and candy. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're about ready to round up or wrap it up because I can't really think of anything else to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, probably a good time. In regards so, to the go movie, bed. yeah. Just do like what a grade or how do we, how do we want to rank this? Do we want to just numerals well, or what? I said it's my second favorite Marvel Universe movie, so I think that's good enough oh. for me. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I give and is it. Is your third favorite, Desmond? Third. Yeah, third favorite. Five and it's on Kern's number one. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to go see that list. movie tomorrow, but now I'm not going to because you fuckers ruined it for me. No. Oh, okay. Oh, really? You said it was okay. Yeah, that's right. We spoiled it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> no, you should totally see it, man, because like you haven't seen the characters like this before. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to go see it. And, and um, you know, I'll and totally... And there's two stingers, so stay Blank out everything that you guys... Yeah, there always is a Marvel. Well, there's except like, for the one time. There's like there's one like halfway through the credits, and there's one at the very very end of the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. And the, the go on. I was. Oh no, go ahead. Say your thing because this is a. I was going to say uh, in regards to like the performances, of the characters too. The other thing I forgot to mention is that like I feel like in Winter Soldier, I didn't really care about Falcon. I was just like, he's there. He has like a suit that they. That he could use Bird to fly, suit. and that and that's it. <laughs> but in this one, like he used the suit, like in a lot of different ways, like using the wings oh, to that block suit bullets. Was definitely and... badass. Yeah, to block bullets, and he like did like acrobatics and stuff. Like and that cool little bird, like, and it has the drone. drone. Yeah, yeah. And he has like the drone. Like they made Falcon a way cooler character than he was in yeah. the last movie. I thought they did a good job making Black Widow badass in this one mm-hmm. because they gave her stingers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she was cool. Um but yeah, that that was like the last thing I I was going to say that I forgot about. <laughs> oh, um, I was just going to add that it was really cool that now they're talking that Marvel's committed to a Black Widow movie because of how awesome I guess this one's doing. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Sorry. 
It'll be interesting. It just depends on what, what they, they decide to do with want it. Want to do? Yeah. If they yeah. do anything, I really just hope that it's like a prequel, so that like there won't be that question of where are the Avengers. Oh no! Yeah, there's there's totally this uh, storyline from last year's. There was a Black Widow title by uh, Nathan Edmondson and Phil Noto, and it was all about her dealing with her past and coming to terms with it and stuff. And it was just it was amazing. It got canceled, but everyone was upset that it got canceled. Anyone that read it thought it was super cool. So nice. hopefully they cool. follow that up with how she got her training, where she came from, right. why she joined Shield, all of this. Right. Maybe a little bit of Hawkeye in there. Yeah, I mean, I could take I could take a story with her and Hawkeye, how they met. Yeah. Even if it's the Nick Fury thing at the end where I want to talk to you about S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about my crappy arrows. I need better arrows. <laughs> he had some pretty good arrows. No, but I mean like early on, like maybe at first he just had normal arrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He was an Olympic <laughs> archer and then they were like, we have a job for you. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. Anyway, I think we're ready to wrap up. Yeah. Um, thank you all for watching. Of course, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, iTunes. Our website, obviously, where the interview will be up by the time this podcast goes up. And iTunes and all that like, good stuff. Like, and also and next subscribe. weekend. Like, comment, subscribe. And this coming weekend, <laughs> we have uh, Yellow City Comic Con. Yay! At the Emerald yep. Civic Center. Uh, if you come to our table... F27. F27. It's in the back left or right corner. Uh, right it's, corner when you in walk into the building. I looked right at the corner. map. It looked like the left. From the direction you walk in, it'd be to the left. No, Just you, look for you the coolest the flipping table in the entire convention center. That will be it. It'll be the coolest table there. Yeah. yeah. And it'll have us. Yeah. Just yep. walk We've along the edge uh, and you'll find us. Minus one nerd. Minus one nerd. Yeah, we've Kern, got, uh, we're going to see if we can't we get him to come in at some point and be a, a computer. We might have like a, a picture of him, like in a frame just sitting next to <laughs> yeah. us. And like have flowers in front of it like oh, he no. died. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. No. Like, What's he, this? We'll be like, that was, our, that was our fourth member. <laughs> no. And they'll be like, oh no, what happened? We'll be like, he moved to California. California. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. It's, I'm so sorry. Speaking, I'm I'll so for sorry you. for your loss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you think all we're going to be doing is talking and hanging out, you're right. But we also, uh, I picked up some board games, guys, some tabletop <gasps> games for us to play. So Yay! maybe if people want, they come by and play with us because they're quick. Like challenge. one hour plays. Challenge so Desmond to a game of Connect Four. No, I got I got things like <laughs> Magic, the Arena, the Planeswalkers, Munchkin <laughs> Deluxe. So, you know, you come by. Maybe if you're in a cool cosplayer, you want to talk comics, you want to talk movies, you want to talk Pokemon with Rose, yeah. you want to talk about VR with Chris, you come by and do it. We can have a game of it. And, you know, that'll give you guys something to look at because we don't know if we're doing audio, video, what's going to really happen. But we're going to try to do things, right? Yeah. Yes. So. It'll um, be a good time. Only, so. Yeah. Check us and out. The only thing I. All that good stuff. Yeah. And. And the only thing I was going to say is if you really enjoyed our talk about this or you felt we missed something or there's something else you'd like to hear, maybe check out the rest of our Nerdtastic uh, crew, the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Yeah. And that's the Dork of All Trades, So Wizard, uh, Colt 45, the movie podcast, 
open all powers. I'm hoping I'm going to hit everyone here. Convo Comics cast, the back issue, and there's one I'm forgetting. Come on, guys. Don't Someone forget has to, to hashtag pot on family. Oh, that too. But I forgot somebody. Who did I forget? Oh, it's not us this time. Uh, That's good that it's not us. Don't forget <laughs> about uh, the movie guys. I'm never going to stop <laughs> thinking there's some group called the movie guys. You're mm-hmm. talking about the epic film guys, I think, and they are they're they're really cool friends of ours. But that is not who I was missing. Check out right there. the epic film guys. Yeah, no, you definitely should because they're a really cool podcast. But that's wait, who all did you say again? <laughs> I said the dork of all trades. I know that one. Uh, fans on patrol. That's who oh, it okay. was. Because it's Cole forty five. So wizard dork. Yeah, fans on patrol. Uh, Convo comics. Open all powers. That's this. So there's eight of us total. Go ahead and give it a round. There's one for every day plus a little more. And I'm sure that they probably talked about stuff that we didn't, so that we didn't cover. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm sure we covered there. So, you know, mix it up, guys. Yes. You never have too many good podcasts. Yeah. And it, that's what those five stars are for, by the yeah. way. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, hint. Alrighty. And a, and a special shout out to the TeamSpeak group above us called I Swear I'm Not Pregnant. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going into They've that been here channel. the entire time we have. I'm going into that channel next. Yeah, we're all going to go in there and proclaim how we're not pregnant. <laughs> so thank and you. And totally are. We totally are. So thank you for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you in the next episode or Woo-hoo. this weekend. Bye, guys. Woo-hoo. Bye.